In the name of God, the holy and undivided Trinity. Amen. If you want to know what's going to happen in an Episcopal worship service, then you just need to pay attention to the collect of the day. It gets that name because it collects the people to focus on the main theme of that day's worship. For example, today we prayed, Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name, Increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Reflect with me on this collect for a few minutes this morning in light of today's passages of Scripture. We pray, graft in our hearts the love of your name. If you were listening today's reading from the Hebrew scriptures, that is from the Song of Solomon, you may have found yourself wondering, what's this doing in the Bible? And it's a fair question. The Song of Solomon is not a part of the Bible we hear, study, or refer to very often. In fact, this is the only Sunday in our three-year cycle of readings with a passage from this book appointed to be read in the liturgy. And even then, there's an alternative reading from Deuteronomy about the divine, the giving of the divine law. Contemporary biblical scholars believe this book actually refers to faithful and mutual love between a man and a woman. However, pre-modern interpreters saw in this poetry a description of of and a celebration of the divine love between God and God's people. The metaphor of marriage for the relationship between God and the people of God is found in both testaments. So in the older tradition, when we read it, we are to understand, my beloved speaks and says to me, arise my love, my fair one, is God speaking, the lover of our souls, speaking to us his beloved. The passage is intended to stir us up in a love for God who out of love gave us life, sustains our life, and redeems our life when we treat it with disrespect. It calls us to turn to God and to say in authentic ways, I love you too with all my heart. Make my life worthy of the love that gave it to me. And we pray, increase in us true religion. Jesus' encounter with the Pharisees recorded in today's gospel reading speaks directly to the matter of true versus inauthentic religion. So the Pharisees and scribes asked Jesus, why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders? but eat with defiled hands, that is, with ritually unclean hands. He said to them, Isaiah prophesied, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. 
Jesus responded to the Pharisees' criticism of his disciples by pointing out to them that they were more concerned with the form of religion than with the substance of religion. Last Thursday, we had a discussion about religion and its purpose at the men's breakfast. How are religion and spirituality related? Can you have one without the other? My own response is that religion, like other things that draw their name from the Latin root ligare, which means uh, to bind together, words like ligament and ligature, it connects things, it ties things together. So for example, religion is supposed to connect our spirituality with the tangible world in which we live. Spirituality without religion may have no tangible effect and religion without spirituality may be just an act. James writes, if any think they are religious and do not bridle their tongues but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the Father, is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Today we pray that God will give us religion that will connect our spirituality, our inner love for God with everything and everyone else, a religion that is authentic. And we also ask that God's true religion will nourish us in all goodness. Religion at its best is at the service of God, an instrument of God in our lives for the ongoing process of creation. The Christian church is God's gift to us. With its practices, teachings, and disciplines, the church is God's instrument that is supposed to transform us internally in ways that purify us and make us truly good. Then Jesus called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that the evil intentions comes. And then he gives a long list of those kinds of things. Through our communion with God, our inner being is fed, nourished with goodness. So you might say that the divine impact in our lives is an inside job. The goodness we seek is not our own goodness, but something much, much better the goodness of God, what James calls God's righteousness. God's righteousness stands in contrast with self-righteousness. And it was the self-righteousness of those Pharisees that prompted Jesus to call them hypocrites, actors. When the goodness in us is God's authentic goodness, we claim no credit for it. And our lives are then able to bear good fruit. So we pray, bring forth in us the fruit of good works. A collect is a particular kind of one-sentence prayer with a very specific structure involving an invocation, a petition, the reason for which we ask, and a conclusion. This is the part of the prayer that expresses the reason for which we are asking. We pray that God will graft 
the love of God in our hearts. Increase in us true religion, authentic religion, and continue to feed and transform our inner being so that our outer actions will be a blessing and not a curse. James writes, Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. But be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if there are any hearers of the word and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves and on going away immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act they will be blessed in their doing. Love, religion, and goodness that are true, authentic, real, are more than words. These inner qualities of spirit find expression in outward actions. Here's a story that sums it up. On November 16, 1959, the sound of music the timeless Rodgers and Hammerstein musical began a three and a half year run on Broadway at the Lunt Fontaine Theater. Several weeks before the show's opening, Oscar Hammerstein was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Prior to being admitted to the hospital for surgery, the famed lyricist stopped at the theater to convey encouragement and inspiration to his leading lady and he passed a piece of paper to the young actress playing Maria von Trapp. As Mary Martin opened the folded note, she read, a bell is not a bell till you ring it. A song is not a song till you sing it. Love in your heart isn't put there to stay. Love isn't love till you give it away. Although Hammerstein would die less than a year after being diagnosed, that simple definition of love he had scrawled on a piece of paper would impact Mary Martin for the rest of her life. Love and everything else we have received from our creator isn't for keeping, but for giving away. Our connection to our creator and our birthright is for us to have a divine effect on the world that is greater than any effect the world has upon us. In our story of creation, God created human beings and endowed us with godlike qualities. And then God gave us the vocation to be stewards of everything else. The role of religion is to help us draw upon divine resources love, strength, hope, faith, and then move us to constantly being involved with God in this universe, moving it toward God's eternal purpose. When our behavior reflects our profound love for God and God's profound love for creation, 
True religion is probably involved. It is our prayer that God will increase that kind of love, authentic religion, and goodness in us so that our spirituality will find its fullest and most fruitful expression. After all, love in your heart isn't put there to stay. Love isn't love till you give it away. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.